The time for this generation to make a difference is not five years from now, not 10 years from now, it's right now. The time for peace of youth to step up to the plate and win people for Jesus is right now. Not the time when you graduate middle school or high school, it's right now. And I'm excited because we're gonna unpack this a little bit tonight. You are the generation that is gonna change the trajectory ahead. It is time to get serious about your faith. Did you hear me? The time is now to get serious about your faith. The time is now to get serious about your walk with the Lord. The time is now to get serious about your lost friends. The time is now to get serious so that the world can know who Jesus is. Hear this one. It is time to alter our sinful ways and fix our eyes on Jesus. We can't waste any more time. We can't miss another opportunity. Welcome to the PC Youth Pod. We are excited to bring you this week's message from Pastor Spencer. We are launching our camp theme, and if you are a teenager and live in Oregon, we invite you to come to our summer camp. For more information, go to peopleschurch.com. Here is this week's message. All right, summer camp launch night. How many of you were at summer camp last year? A lot of you. I'm so excited because this year is going to be double, triple, quadruple what camp was last year. And I believe God is going to show up in a very real way. So all throughout this message, I'm going to be sharing camp things with you. I'm going to be sharing special guests with you. I'm going to be sharing a lot of what camp is going to be. But first, we need to answer a question together. We need to solve an issue. And it's going to lead to our camp theme. Are you guys ready for this? Camp theme is important. Camp theme stems from biblical scripture. Camp theme leads to to merch, all these things. Camp theme is important. So we're going to get there. Tonight, it is very apparent that we exist in a world that is not for us. And I say this probably every week. And you guys are like, all right, same message. Here we go. We exist in a world that is broken, it is hurting, and it is breaking actually probably more and more every single day. The culture is longing for hope, but the funny thing is they're longing for something that they don't know, they actually don't know where they can find what they're longing for. So they, they're longing for hope, they're longing for fulfillment, and all these different things that are actually sinful things that aren't going to lead to one true hope. You and I both know different, though. You and I both know that if Jesus was more present in culture today, there would be more hope. If Jesus was present in culture today, lives would be changed, families would be changed, and generations would actually be changed. And a lot of people, the sad thing is they don't know that Jesus can bring the one true hope that they're looking for. And and it's really hard, actually, because I see people every single day. I'm a a youth pastor in the Salem area, but, I mean, Corey, where were we yesterday? We drove through Hillsboro. We went to Topgolf yesterday, and we just see, I just see students, oh, no, I know where I was. No, we were in Hillsboro. We were in Hillsboro. But there's young people everywhere, and they're just hurting, and they're longing for something that they actually don't know exists. And I just wish I could yell at every single, like, young person I saw and say, hey, you know, Jesus loves you, and he's your hope. And they would just look at me like I'm, I'm crazy. But it's true. Not very many people know that Jesus is what they're actually looking for. And so I'm staring at a group of students tonight, all of you in this room. I'm staring at a group of students tonight that have the potential to change the trajectory of culture. You have massive potential. There is so much potential that is represented here. And I believe a lot of it is being used, but I also do think there is untapped potential. Because if everybody in this room 
was living as if Jesus was their one true hope and telling people that Jesus is their hope, this room would be, it would be full of more lost and broken people understanding who Jesus is. There's untapped potential here. And I'm here to tell you tonight that all of you are called. And called is a really big, like, church word. And I mean, even some church people don't really understand it. Called is very simple. I'm gonna define it for you. Mark 16, 15 says, Jesus told him, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. That scripture calls all of us to preach the good news of Jesus to everyone. So when I talk about called tonight, I'm telling you that we, you and me, you are called to preach the good news of Jesus to every single person you see. Jesus didn't say, preach the good news to people when it's convenient. Preach the good news to people when it makes sense. Preach the good news to people when it's easy. He said, preach the good news to everyone. So scripturally, biblically, we can conclude that you and I are called. You're called to make a difference and to respond to what's happening in culture today. And I believe strongly that this generation, this room even, is going to change the world for Jesus. That looks different for all of us, though. So a lot of you might be saying, well, Spencer, I'm not, I'm not a pastor right now. How can I change the world for Jesus? I'm, not a, I'm only a sixth grader. Like, it's going to look different for all of our settings. Wherever you exist right now, whatever you do, whatever your setting is, use that setting, use that place of influence to spread the good news of Jesus. It looks different for all of us. Me telling someone about Jesus is probably a lot different than a middle school girl telling someone about Jesus. Use your, sitting, use your setting, seize your opportunity. You are called to where you are at. The world needs you now more than ever. So dear Jesus, I thank you for this room. God, I thank you for all the plans that you have laid on our hearts. And God, I thank you for the challenge you've given us to go into all of the world, even when it's not easy, and to preach the good news of you. God, we pray that you give us strength. God, we pray that you give us ears to hear tonight. God, I pray against any distraction from the enemy. And God, I just pray that your word lands on our hearts tonight. And God, I just pray that there would be an excitement around camp, around all these things, but ultimately around you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I'm about to get ready to announce our theme, our camp theme. Are you guys ready for this? Come on. Come on. This is going to be, I feel like I'm really worried this is going to be anticlimactic. The camp theme, I'm going to tell you, ready? Are you ready? I'm trying to hype it up. You guys got to get excited. Okay. Hardy, are you ready for our camp theme? Okay. Camp theme, go for it. Wait, wait, drum roll first. Drum roll. I need a drum roll. That's why Hardy didn't do it. He needs a drum roll. The time, oh, that was a sneak peek. All right, you can do it, Hardy. I pray. You go, the time is now. The time is now. The time is now. Say it with me. The time is now. You are called to your setting, to your place of influence, to your circle of influence, to your friends, to your school. You are called to them right now. Are you hearing me tonight? That looks pretty. Like, can you give it up for our creative team and like Corey, for all the people that made that? Hardy, Hardy, there's another graphic in there with some photos on it, right? Click on that one too. Yeah, look at that. Come on. So it looks good. It looks good and dandy. Like, wow, that looks, I mean, as aesthetically, like, good job. But behind all of the, the colors, and it's going to be some really cool merch actually too. But behind all that, it's very, very biblical, and we've read part of it already. The time for this generation to make a difference is not five years from now, not ten years from now. It's right now. 
The time for peace of youth to step up to the plate and win people for Jesus is right now. Not the time when you graduate middle school or high school. It's right now. And I'm excited because we're going to unpack this a little bit tonight. You are the generation that is going to change the trajectory ahead. It is time to get serious about your faith. Did you hear me? The time is now to get serious about your faith. The time is now to get serious about your walk with the Lord. The time is now to get serious about your lost friends. The time is now to get serious so that the world can know who Jesus is. Hear this one. It is time to alter our sinful ways and fix our eyes on Jesus. We can't waste any more time. We can't miss another opportunity. The time is right now. And so I'm teasing it tonight. I'm teasing the theme. I'm teasing where we're going to go that, that camp week. We're just going to unpack it. But that whole week is going to be centered around this whole idea that is founded in Scripture. The calling on your life is very biblical. It's one of truth and authenticity. It's not something that's made up. I'm not, like, saying this to rally you and make you feel good. It's, it's in Scripture. Jesus commanded you, and he called you. All throughout Scripture, even, we find instruction on how we are to, to be the people that carry out the mission of Jesus. The moment, the moment Jesus ascended into heaven after his death and resurrection, the Holy Spirit fell, and it lives inside all of us that call ourselves believers. And the Holy Spirit will guide us and direct us how to carry out the mission of Jesus, and we're called to it. 1 Corinthians 7.17 says, Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. This means that the Lord has placed all of you, every single one, every single student, the Lord has placed you in a unique and distinguished setting. Use it to your advantage. You are called to wherever you are right now. Are you hearing me? You're called to wherever you are right now. If you are a sixth grade boy, you are called to your sixth grade boy setting. You are not called to the senior boy setting or the senior girl setting. If you are an eighth grade girl and you're on the track team and you play volleyball, that's your setting. You're not called to the football player's setting. This, this, is the, this is the temptation right now, to compare where you are at to somebody else. You are called to your, to your life to where God has placed you because you are placed in a very unique and purposeful place in your life. God didn't put you where you're at by accident. He has you there for a direct purpose and a direct reason. We are called in those moments, in these moments, to take advantage and seize every opportunity that's laid in front of us because there's hurting people in every single setting that we find ourselves in. And they need to know who Jesus is. They need to know who Jesus is. Ephesians 4, uh, verse 1 through 7. I got to flip to it. I'm sorry. It's longer, so I'm not reading off a screen. Ephesians 4, 1 through 7 says this. Paul says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. There's that word again. Walk or you've been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the, to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and one Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one, each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Walk in your calling together. So yes, all of our settings are different. All of our places of influence are different. But imagine if all of us in this room seize and conquer and win our settings for Jesus together. 
If you are a football player in the room, you, you probably don't have a lot of influence with the chess club, the girls' chess club. If you are a football player and you are trying to, to, to seize the, the, the girls' chess club for Jesus, they're probably not going to listen to you. But if you're a football player and you win your football team for Jesus and let the girls' chess club leader do her job and win the girls' chess club for Jesus, we are one body acting as one body, winning and winning people to Jesus together. Act and live and, and move in your calling and your setting, not in somebody else's. Ephesians, same chapter. Oh, I lost it. That's tough. Same chapter, verse 17 says, The whole body joined and held together by every joint um, with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. We've talked about that a lot. That was a whole message we, we talked about the past few weeks. The body is supposed to act together in unity and unison. And so like I said, the boys football player is a lot different than the girls chess club leader. Use your body part to impact your setting, where you exist, where you live, your circle of influence. So scripture has told us already that you are clearly instructed to move in God's calling on your life. And I'm here to say that the time is now to act. The time is now to act. So you're going to, this is, I'm someone that is all about limiting excuses. And Emma and Alona just shared that I've, I've been the youth pastor here for one year. And that feels like it was just yesterday that I started. And it's, it's been such a privilege to be able to serve the kingdom of God with you all. I wouldn't want to be in any other place doing anything else. I thank God every single day for the opportunity he's given me to serve, to serve people's church and to serve PC Youth and to, to pursue Jesus with all of you. It is a weight that I carry with delicacy and it's a weight I carry with responsibility. Because it is important what we, we are all doing together. Not just me, not just Corey, not just Haley or Kira, not just the leaders. All of us together are pursuing one goal, fulfilling the calling that God's placed on our lives. So you're clearly instructed to move in God's calling. But I hear this a lot. Like I'm someone that over this last year has really tried to limit excuses. And over the last year, I've heard a lot of things like this from you guys. I've heard, well, well Spencer, like I haven't done this, 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 and this yet. How can you expect me to be bold in my faith? I haven't checked those boxes off my list yet. Or I've heard something else like, Spencer, I haven't figured out my faith for myself yet, so how can you actually expect me to be a good witness? I'm not a very good Christian, so how can you expect me to tell people about who Jesus is? Spencer, I'm only in seventh grade. There's no way that God actually wants me to be bold and pursue his calling right now. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm maybe called to be a youth pastor. Maybe I feel like I'm called to my school or my basketball team. But Spencer, I'm only in seventh grade. Like, God can't use me right now. I've heard that a lot. Spencer, I'm too sinful for God to use me. Ooh, that one's real. I've heard that so, so much. Spencer, I'm too sinful. God can't use me. Well, pity party, I'm sinful too. Everyone here is sinful. Raise your hand if you're a sinful person. So if that's you and you've said that to me, look around. There's a lot of sinful people around you that God is using in a very, very mighty way. Jesus did not say, Figure out your life, get everything in order, and then go into all the world and preach the good news. Jesus didn't say, oh, yeah, receive a four-year undergraduate bachelor degree, and then you're qualified to go into all the world and tell everyone about me. Remember what Paul told Timothy in 1 Peter, or sorry, 1 Peter, 1 Timothy 4. In 1 Timothy 4.12, uh, Paul said, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. 
Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your, in your life, in your love, in your faith, and in your purity. In purity. That's a whole other message I'm not going to preach right now. God does, doesn't just call those who are old and wise. God doesn't seek out the qualified, just the qualified. I'm here to remind you tonight, and a lot of you that were at Fine Arts heard this. God does not call the qualified people. He qualifies the called. And all of you are called in this room. All of you are called to make a difference. All of you are called to win people to Jesus, even if you do not feel like you are qualified. I'm a 22-year-old. I did not feel like I was qualified to accept this position here at People's Church. And I'm not here to bring any glory to myself, but other than the fact that God was willing to use somebody who was available. And I'm telling you, if you are available to be used by God, he will, make, he will qualify you and put you in settings where you can give your gifts back to him. He does not call the qualified. None of us are ever gonna be qualified because the world will always tell you, you didn't do this yet. Oh, good job, you finished school, but you didn't get your master's degree. Ah, oh, good job, you're in eighth grade, but you still have high school in front of you. The world is always gonna tell you that you have something else you need to do before you're qualified. I'm here to remind you that God does not care about your qualifications or your resume. He cares about if you are willing to say yes to the call that he has placed on your life. He qualifies you when you say yes. The time is now to say yes. Do not waste any more time. Do not give any more excuses. If you are living in sin and you know that you are living in sin and you have this habit that is founded in sin, and if you have told yourself, well, I, I can get over it later, or I can do this for a few more months, and then, I'll, and then I'll change the way I live. If you are telling yourself that, do not waste any more time. Alter the way you are living and realign your eyes on Jesus. The time is now. The time is now to fix our eyes on Jesus and follow him. PC Youth exists on May 18th, 2022 for this, for this season, for this society, for this culture. You exist as a student for right now. Think about that. God chose you to exist today, to have the influence that you have. He chose you. Try to make it a very small setting. He chose you to exist where you are. That's a huge responsibility. He didn't choose anybody else. Out of anybody else in existence or creation, he could have chose. He chose you to exist at Sprague High School. He chose you to exist at McKay. He chose you to exist at Judson Middle School. All the places, he chose you to be there with your circle of friends, with your influence. I'm telling you, I say this a lot. Your influence can go a lot farther than mine. I could not walk into your school and have the same influence that you have with your friends and your broken friends. There's no way. You have much more influence than I would in those situations. He chose you to be there with a mission to carry out who Jesus is. Don't waste that opportunity. Steward it well. Feel the responsibility. Feel the weight of it. I feel the weight every single day for broken students and lost students every single day. I hope and I pray that you would feel that same weight, not as a burden, not as something that's gonna weigh you down, but as an opportunity and to say yes and realize that the time is now to impact your setting. I love, I love, I love, I love Tucker, what you said at the Fine Arts Showcase on Wednesday and at the conference this weekend. In his short sermon, he said, students, imagine another time where you will have the same amount of influence that you have right now with the ability to potentially impact hundreds, if not thousands of kids at your school. 
This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where you, Tucker, where you, Jonah, where you, all you in here, will have the influence to impact who is around you. Once in a lifetime. Hundreds, if not thousands of kids. Don't waste that opportunity. The time is now to step up to the plate and say, Jesus, yeah, I know it's probably going to be hard. Yeah, Jesus, I know I'm going to have to sacrifice for you. Jesus, I know that it's going to make me uncomfortable. Well, we're not called to comfort, and we are called to sacrifice for him. Step up to the plate and say yes to Jesus. I'm speaking to everybody in here. Whether you've said yes to Jesus and you're following him or you've never done it, all of us can step up, step up to the plate in a greater way, and the time is right now to do it. Move in your giftings right now. Move in your calling right now. So Summer Camp 2022, we're devoting a whole week to this idea. The time is now. So we have some really special guests joining us. And I believe that this night is building a lot of anticipation towards camp and all the fun things that we're going to do. But the way I want to end tonight is help you understand that, yes, camp is going to be awesome. Camp is going to be on the lake. Camp is going to do, we're going to have boats, all that stuff. We're not going to skip a beat from last year. It's going to be even better than last year. But what I want to remind you of tonight is that God is going to show up in a very, very real way. And I believe already in this room there is divine appointments of students and of people that God knows need to be at camp. And this is really real. Just be honest with me here. It's not going to be for the sake of embarrassing. But if you can be honest with yourself and honest with people around you, how many of you have been impacted? God has impacted your life in a very real way at camp. Will you raise your hand? If God has met you at camp, if God has maybe called you to a specific area at camp, there's a lot of hands. For those of you that didn't raise your hand, go to any of those students and they will tell you that God shows up in a very real way and miracles happen at camp. Addictions fall at camp. Breakthrough takes place at camp. You have to be there. You, ha- you literally have to. And you might say, Spencer, I, I can't pay the 225 or the 250 Go to that link that I sent you, that I just showed you. I'm going to give it to you in a second. There's a financial scholarship application on there. Fill that out. Bring it to me. We're not letting anybody miss camp because of money. And don't use that as an excuse. Oh, Spencer, I can't pay. And I just know that you raised $250 because you sold your bike or whatever. Don't abuse that. But if money is really an issue and you can't get there because of money, come talk to me. We're not going to let the enemy get in in the way of finances and let a kid miss out on camp. But I'm telling you, you have to be here. So this is what we're going to do. We're to stay caught up with everything happening, check us out at peopleschurch.com as well as on Instagram at PC Youth Salem.